hey, this was earned, just like every win, man. You put, you put the time in, good things happen. You stick together, you feed one another, good things happen. You take care of the football, good things happen. Then listen, there's gonna, you got to stay focused, right? We got one game before the bye, right? Can we stay disciplined and challenge ourselves one game at a time for one week? One week, I need your best. No place I'd rather be, man. No place I'd rather be. I love you guys. Wait up, three, one, two, three. We're live right now. Hey, we're live. Everybody got me? Live. Let's go, baby. Every man do their job. 111. Play off caliber defense. Let's go. No overthinking, right? Go play some ball. Go play some football. It's an exciting time to be a Buffalo Bill and a fan of the Buffalo Bills. Welcome into week 10 of the Sean McDermott Show, presented by Connors and Ferris, your workers' comp attorney. Sean, thanks as always for joining us. You're coming off three straight wins, capped off with an enormous win over who may, what team that may be the best team in the NFC. Your offense put up 44 points. Your defense forced four turnovers. What led to such a complimentary performance out of both sides of the football? Well, I think it started during the week of our practice, really, Steve, with a great week of preparation, great game plans in all three phases. And the players just played extremely aggressive and free. And it was just fun to watch, fun to just be around that type of energy on the sideline even. Yeah, it came out after the game that Josh lost his grandmother the night before. He still decided he wanted to play. He came out, and he had maybe the best game of his career. What do you think that showed your team? Well, number one, you know, that's not an easy thing to play through. Uh, you know, number two, I think it just shows that Josh loves to compete, loves to be around his teammates, and is going to be there for his team. And that goes a long way in terms of the accountability and, and uh, them wanting then to play for him. And, look, it was, it was a great performance, great, great win for our team, and, and uh, just, uh, I know, an emotionally charged win for Josh as well. Yeah, well, speaking of Josh, you put the game in his hands. In the first half, you only ran it three times, and he called 31 pass plays. It paid off as he finished with 415 yards through the air, four total touchdowns, and this came a week after you called 38 run plays against the Patriots and ran for 190 yards. What is the identity of this offense, and how does it play in to Josh's skills? Well, I think we're a work in progress overall, Steve. You know, we've got good practice opportunities this week to get better. And whether it's the run game, the pass game, you know, we've got, a, we've got work to do. And just like our entire football team does. So, you know, we were able to take advantage of some things, obviously, in the pass game this past weekend and, and uh, in the run game the, the weekend before that. And so I think it, what we've shown now is we can establish a line of scrimmage, yet we can throw the ball outside and, and whatnot. So, um, you know, just, again, depending on who's available and, and how we want to attack, it leaves uh, some options for us. Yeah, well, you had a 24-10 heading into the half, and you never lost the lead. And while the Seahawks eventually got it within one touchdown, your offense kept responding and your defense kept stepping up. What was your message to the team at halftime to make sure you finished the job against the Seahawks? Well, whenever you play a, a Russell Wilson quarterback team, you know it's going to be 60 minutes. Uh, he's a winner. Uh, he's, sh he's shown over the course of time, time and time again, really, that he – he can come back from any deficit, and we knew we were going to have to play all 60 minutes or for however long it took, Steve, and, and uh, I credit our players with that winning mentality down the stretch to close them out. Well, let's talk about your defense on that side of the ball. You had four takeaways, two interceptions, two strip sacks, and coming into the game, Russell Wilson was the heavy favorite to win the MVP in the NFL in passing touchdowns, passer rating. How do you manage to force so many turnovers from Russell? 
Well, it comes back to our mindset. Uh, we wanted to uh, get off to a good start on defense. I thought Leslie Frazier and the defensive staff shaped a great game plan, and and uh, it was aggressive. And, and I think our players really embraced that type of game plan this past week, and they executed again at a high level. Now, before the game, you placed Matt Milano on injured reserve, and A.J. Klein got the start in his spot. And Klein had two sacks, one of which he forced and recovered a fumble. He also had five tackles, one tackle for loss, four quarterback hits, a pass breakup. How great was it to see him step up so big with Matt Milano out of the lineup? Yeah, A.J.'s a good football player, and, and uh, he's kind of knocking off the rust in the system again. And that was great to see him play aggressive and really trust himself and his instincts and his gut feeling. You know how important that is as a football player. You don't have time to think. you got to react. And I thought A.J. did a phenomenal job of that uh, this past weekend. Well, Jerry Hughes recorded a sack in three straight games. Your pass rush has improved greatly. And as a team, you had five sacks and 11 quarterback hits on Russell Wilson. How have you managed to create more pressure? And how has that led to an overall improvement from your entire defense? Well, it's whenever, whenever you can affect the quarterback, uh, it's a good thing. And no matter how many times they drop back to pass, you want to be able to affect that that position, get him off his spot. It doesn't necessarily mean always sacking them. Now we love sacks, but if we can just get him to move, get in, get in his arm, kind of get him to change his arm trajectory or his vision, all of that help affect the coverage. And then uh, obviously the coverage in the front work together and, and getting him down in, in a sack situation. All right, coach, thanks. We're gonna catch up with you later in the show to get your final thoughts on your upcoming matchup with the Cardinals. Choppin' Wood is presented by St. Bonaventure University, the official education provider of the Buffalo Bills. Welcome back to the Sean McDermott Show. It's time for another edition of Chopping Wood with our good friend Eric Wood. Hey, Josh Allen had another incredible game with over 400 yards through the air, four total touchdowns, and on the other side of the ball, the defense forced four turnovers and really helped the offense keep their momentum. What was the key to the Bills playing such great complimentary football? Well, when you look at the Bills passing attack, they came into this game knowing they wanted to attack the Seahawks defense, which came into the this game ranked 32nd in the league in pass defense. And the Bills did not shy away from their game plan. They only had three runs in the entire first half. They threw it 31 times, and the Bills came out firing through the air. Let's start on the offensive side of the ball and take a look at Josh Allen's first touchdown of the game. This was a common theme throughout the game, but I thought the offensive line, despite having seven sacks, dealt with a lot of adversity with injuries and was able to give Josh Allen some really great pass protection, especially with all the blitzing that the Seahawks brought. And this was a great throw by Josh Allen, hitting Isaiah McKenzie coming across the middle of the field on a crossing route out of a three-by-one set. And Isaiah McKenzie is not generally one of Josh Allen's first targets, first reads on a play, and you see it here. He looks off twice before pulling the trigger for a touchdown and a great way to open the game. Yeah, and it kept up for Josh's second touchdown. They brought in a heavy formation on the goal line, and this one was a thing of beauty. The Bills has done everything inside the five-yard line from running with extra offensive linemen, all tight ends, to spreading it out and going five wide. And here, they run a pass play. They run play action. At first, it looked like he might try and hit Dawson Knox going out in the flat. And then he comes out and throws an absolute laser to Tyler Croft in the back of the end zone. And this ball, I think it might have stuck to Tyler Croft's chest. He threw it so hard. Uh, but this was a great throw, great decision by Josh Allen. Well, so next touchdown after a Tredavious White interception, the Bills are again in a goal-to-go situation. They give us another look. Yeah, this time they started an empty set with different personnel in the game. So they bring Zach Moss 
across the formation with a jet sweep motion going towards the left-hand side. And then here comes the convoy of blockers out to the right for a quarterback sweep with Josh Allen. And you see great blocks in space here. And you see the athleticism of this offensive line too. First, it's Darrell Williams out in space. And then you see John Feliciano get an incredible cut block on Carlos Dunlap for a walk-in touchdown. And when the Bills are getting touchdowns as easy as you saw those last two in the red zone, that's an incredible thing by this offense. Yeah, well, as we said, the defense forced four turnovers, so let's flip the script and look at how they took the ball away and slowed down the top offense in the National Football League, starting with Jordan Poyer's interception in the first quarter. If this interception looked familiar to you, we got to hear after the game from Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde that this was essentially the same play, the same read, that Micah Hyde used to intercept Tom Brady against the Patriots last year in Orchard Park in the red zone. And this is a great job by Jerry Hughes pressuring Russell Wilson, forcing him to make an off-balance throw, and Jordan Poirier comes up with the interception on fourth and one for the Bills. Now let's go to crunch time. It's the fourth quarter, and the defense gets back-to-back -back sacks to set up a third and 25, and this is where Tredavious gets his interception. Yeah, Tredavious White shows great savvy here by what's now our experienced lockdown cornerback in Buffalo, Tredavious White, former first-round pick for them, comes back out of his read. And when you're able to force a third and 25, you can do stuff like this. He's able to leave his guy that's on a shorter route knowing that he can't get the first down, even if the ball is completed to him. And he goes and picks off Russell Wilson and gets the ball almost down to the goal line again. Got to hear from after the game that Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer, those guys were having some fun with Tredavious not being able to finish with this ball in the end zone. Well, with Russell Wilson at quarterback, the Seahawks always seem to be gaining momentum, and that didn't stop here. And A.J. Klein comes up with an enormous strip sack on a third and two. Yeah, but the Seahawks are never out of the game. They have such a prolific offense. And this on this play, Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott designed a great play call. So they line up the defensive ends inside of the defensive tackles. Here they put Tremaine Edmonds and A.J. Klein on the line outside. This gets both sides of the line to squeeze down. Russell Wilson knows it's only a four-man rush. He feels like he should be protected, but the right guard and right tackle have to squeeze down to that defensive end in the A-gap. This allows A.J. Klein to come completely unblocked off the edge and a great job by him closing in space, going after the football and coming away with the fumble recovery. Yeah, it was great to see some complimentary football from the Buffalo Bills against the Seattle Seahawks. If they play like that every week, they can beat anyone in the league. Eric, thanks for this. Yeah, thank you, Steve. It was a pleasure. Maddie Glab here with this week's game preview. The 7-2 Buffalo Bills are heading to Arizona to face the 5-3 Cardinals for the first time since 2016. The Cardinals offense averages 422 total yards per game, which is the best in the NFL, and ranks second on the ground, rushing for just over 160 yards a game. That's thanks to second-year quarterback Kyler Murray, who leads quarterbacks with 543 rushing yards and eight rushing touchdowns. Arizona's defense is eighth, allowing only 22.5 points per game and allows red zone touchdowns only 50% of the time. Josh Allen is third in the league with 2,587 passing yards. Bills receivers have had a lot of success this year and will look to continue that against the Cardinals as Stephon Diggs leads the NFL in receptions with 63 and receiving yards with 813. Diggs and Cole Beasley combined for 1,346 receiving yards, which ranks third for wide receiver duos. The Bills defense ranks 18th in total yards, allowing 364.9 yards per game, 
and will look to build off their four forced turnovers against Seattle as they are fourth with 14 takeaways this season. Buffalo leads the series against the Cardinals with seven wins and four losses. That's this week's game preview. Steve, back to you. Thanks as always, Maddie. Coach, you've won three straight. You've got one more game against the Cardinals before you head into your bye week. How important is it that you can keep this momentum rolling into the bye? Well, that'll be the challenge this week. We go up against a very tough Arizona team that we play out there. We travel across country, and uh, they're an explosive offense again and, uh, and, a, and a good overall football team. So it'll be a big test for us. Now you've got, you're facing Kyler Murray this week. He had a game last week where he had 106 rushing yards, 283 passing yards against the Dolphins. He's got eight rushing touchdowns this year. What's the key to stopping a true dual-threat quarterback like Kyler Murray? Well, this will be my first time coaching against Kyler Murray, and he's certainly a special and an elite talent, uh, both with his feet and, and being able to throw the ball. There's a reason he was Rookie of the Year and productive in his first season. Now he's off to even better start in his second season. So they're putting up a lot of points. They've got weapons in the backfield, weapons outside now with adding Hopkins this season. So we're going to have to have a great plan and a great week of practice. All right, Coach, thanks, and good luck this weekend against Arizona. You're giving us next week off. We appreciate that for the bye week, but we're going to be back in two weeks for your Week 12 matchup against the Chargers. Thanks for watching, everybody at home. The Sean McDermott Show presented by Connors and Ferris. And once again, go Bills. Final Thoughts is presented by your local Toyota dealers. The Sean McDermott Show is presented by Connors and Ferris, your workers' comp attorneys. By Independent Health, you deserve the red shirt treatment. And by your local Toyota dealers.